Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. The Toronto condo market has changed so much in the last couple of years. Prices have risen dramatically and a lot of people are feeling priced out of the market. So I wanted to create this video for you specifically if you feel that way, if you feel like you want to invest in the Toronto condo market, but you feel like prices have just gotten way beyond what you're able to afford. And so I want to give you a couple of real strategies that you can actually use to get into the Toronto condo market and how, as I said, uh, you can actually be a massively successful investor in Toronto, even if you feel like you can't. So sound good? Let's jump into it. Um, here's the situation. You have around forty dollars to $60,000 available to invest in a property. Uh, however, the average, the entry level condo downtown now is about $500,000. So with 15 to 20% deposits required, you need about eighty dollars to $100,000 to invest in a Toronto condo right now. Something you don't have. It's a very frustrating situation. And again, I want to give you a couple of strategies to take your frustration to uh, a state of feeling good about yourself and feeling that you can actually participate in this market. So makes sense. All right, let's jump into it. Um, you might have some objections to this whole concept uh, before we even get into it. And, and one of the things you might be saying is, Andrew, can't, I mean, there's got to be something I can buy under 500,000. Aren't there studios or something out there that we can get into? Well, yeah, sort of maybe not really. Um, there's really nothing available under 500,000. I, I just, I don't know how else to say it. There, there is nothing to buy under 500,000 downtown right now. If anything does come up in, in the form of a new condo launching coming out, if they have a few studio units in the building, there are 20 buyers waiting and lined up. People just like you who see the value in the downtown core, who want to invest in the downtown core. They have some money, but they don't have enough money to get into those 500, 600,000 plus units. It's just very, very difficult uh, and, and not a great strategy to just to wait and, and hope that you can maybe get one of these units when, as I said, there's 20 buyers for every one of these units, even if you can find them. Right now, there is absolutely nothing. Uh, another objection you might have is, can I just buy in the suburbs? Can I just go outside the city into the 905, you know, uh, areas around Toronto and buy something there for under 500000 What you find in those markets is the while the price per square foot is less, the unit sizes are larger, you have to buy parking often and you have to buy lockers often or often they just it's included in the price and the entry level price of these markets is actually not that different from what we're seeing downtown. You're still pushing that $500,000 mark as an entry level point in the suburbs. Bottom line though, investing in the suburbs, uh, I would say is be very careful uh, if you do decide to do that strategy. A lot of people who've invested in the 905 in the last 10 years have really regretted that decision. They haven't done as well as if they had to put that same money into the downtown core or into other options, which we'll get into. Um, another objection you might have is, can't I just buy something resale? Okay, pre-construction is, is expensive. I get it. There's nothing to buy under 500000 But I'm looking on Realtor.ca and I see here's some condos that are out there for uh, less than 500000 Can't I just buy something like that? Well, a few things. One is it's very hard to find anything good under $500,000. Uh, you might be able to find something crappy, something that I would not recommend as an investment. Um, but... I don't think that's you know something that you should invest in. 
The other thing is, if you even if you do find something under 500, it's bidding wars galore. Everything under 500,000, multiple offers, uh, prices sold prices way over asking. Remember, as an investor, you come in and you try to buy one of these properties. You are competing against a lot of first-time buyers, people buying for themselves, people who have mom and dad's money behind them. In a lot of cases, these are emotional buyers, and you're competing against that. Somebody to throw an extra twenty, thirty thousand dollars on top of what you offered is nothing to, to folks like that. Um, so keep that in mind. Cash flow, you're not going to get cash flow. So you have to put 30, 35% down to get cash flow based on today's resale prices and today's uh, existing rents. So again, you're back in that situation where if you need 30, 35% down, again, you need now $100,000 just to get that same property, which you don't have. Um, if you can somehow make the numbers work and, and buy that property, if you find something cheaper, um, you're going to be negative cash flow every month. Do you want to have that? Probably not. Um, and finally, the stress test. It's very difficult to get a mortgage right now in the resale market versus buying pre-construction. You have three, four, five years before you need to get that mortgage. So my advice, uh, what you should do, that's what this video is about. I want to give you a couple of strategies. Do these things uh, if you're in this situation. Preamble before I get to those two things is uh, if you're close, if you're sort of almost at that point where you have that eighty dollars to $100,000, if you're a few months away, then just keep saving until you get there and invest downtown. But for most people, you're probably watching this video, you're probably thinking I'm years away from being able to you know, have that eighty dollars to $100,000 available to invest sort of range. So what should you do? Well, number one is you should buy outside of the GTA. So look further afield to cheaper markets that are also good markets to invest in. The game plan with this strategy, and it's a strategy that I personally have used myself, many of my clients have used, both of the strategies I'm going to talk about today, I've personally done uh, in the last year, and mo most of my clients are, are also doing or in the process of, of doing as well, uh, is to, the game plan is to start building equity now and to bring it back into Toronto in a few years. So rather than wait and do nothing, put that money out there, get it invested, start building that equity. And in a few years, uh, you'll be in a better financial position. You'll have grown some wealth through doing that and you'll be able to bring that money back into downtown Toronto. Or if you are an, an existing uh, condo investor, it's a, it's a way to diversify your portfolio. If, you've, if you're feeling like you want to add more in Toronto, but you're priced out, it's an opportunity for you uh, to still continue to add to your portfolio in growing markets. So uh, the markets that you want to focus on uh, in Ontario are, have three factors, strong job growth, major transit investments, and very low vacancy rates. These are the three things that you want to look for in any market that you're investing in outside of Toronto. These are the three factors um, that has made Toronto and downtown Toronto a successful market to invest in for the last you know, X number of years, forever pretty much. So the three markets that we have focused on this year and we've recommended our clients to focus on that, as I said, my, myself personally have, in, have invested in as well, Ottawa, Kitchener, Hamilton. These three markets are, are great urban centers. And we're talking specifically about the downtown cores in these markets, not the outer areas, specifically the downtown core where a lot of investment, revitalization, transit, jobs are coming in. This is where you want to be. These three markets offer tremendous value compared to Toronto. 
So what you should buy in these markets is basically focus on smaller, cheaper units like studios, one bedrooms, one bedroom plus dens, and smaller, small two bedroom units. So this is basically the core key strategy that we have been using in Toronto, again, for the last 10 years and doing very, very well with focusing on the smaller investor friendly sort of units that are gonna give you the best uh, rent or price, price to rent ratios when you're renting these units out. Uh, you might have some objections to this idea. So the first one might be, you know, Andrew, it's too far away. I don't want to invest in these, in these places that are so far away from where I live. I live in the GTA. Well, here's the thing. Distance is only a problem if your presence is required, right? And the beauty of buying condos, especially brand new pre-construction condos, they are a very passive type of investment compared to other types of real estate investment. So your presence is not required, you know, 99% of the time. I have owned condos as far away as uh, Florida, for, you know, in a different country, you know, it's a plane ride away. Uh, it's a totally different country. And, you know, this, you know, the condo I owned in, in Florida, for example, I owned it for about five years. I never set foot in the property when I bought it. I never set foot in the property when I sold it. During that five year period, I just set foot in the property once just because I, Honestly, I just wanted to see what I had, what I bought and what I owned and, and just check it out and say hi to the tenant. But I could have owned that property for that entire time without ever setting foot in it. Um, and that is the beauty of buying a low maintenance, uh, passive type of investment, like a brand new condo. If you get a good tenant in place and you do the hard work of getting a, a screening and, and getting and vetting a good tenant, then that is, you know, that is 95% of the battle when it comes to condo investing. And that's why condos are such a great investment. And remember, we have partners in all these markets to take care of that process of finding those tenants and renting them out for you. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to physically be there. Um, we can take care of that for you. Another objection you might have is, okay, Andrew, you know, the whole premise of this is downtown Toronto is the place to invest. When you go outside of that, you're getting slower growth rates. Um, so, isn't that bad? We shouldn't invest in these other areas because they're not as good as downtown, right? Well, the concept here is probably, yeah, you're right. That's, that's absolutely true, but it's better to do this than it is to continue to wait and do nothing and be, uh, you know, you're just going to continually be priced out even more than you are now from the market in Toronto. And again, the idea is you start building equity now that if you want to, you can bring that equity back to Toronto and you're growing your wealth and you're, and you're, you're using that leverage to, to grow that, that uh, capital available to you in the future that you can then bring back into Toronto if that's what you decide that you want to do with that. Another objection is in these markets outside of Toronto, a lot of people say, well, you know, these are like small cities. It's not like Toronto. It must be hard to find tenants in these places, right? Well, no, that couldn't be further from the truth. This is why we recommend we pick specific markets that uh, I mentioned already. Your kitchen, you know, downtown kitchen or Ottawa Hamilton, these are markets where the rental market is red hot. People are lining up to uh, rent properties in these markets. Landlords are, you know, have their pick of multiple tenants to choose from. And there's virtually no new rental supply that's being added to these markets as well, which is huge. And remember, we're doing this for you. We can, we have partners in all these markets that take care of the renting process for you. In some cases, developers even giving rental guarantees where they do everything for you as well.
Number two strategy, so number one was buying outside of GTA. The second strategy I want to share with you is to double your buying power by buying with a partner, right? It seems pretty straightforward, but a lot of people are not thinking about this or considering this option. I, I'm, I'm telling you, you should. So the game plan here is to start building equity now in downtown again, rather than being priced forever. You, it'd be great if you can do everything on your own in life and not have to rely on anybody else, but sometimes uh, two is better than one. And, and you can, when you can partner with someone, it gives you uh, new capabilities. So what you should buy in this case is continue to buy those small units that we talked about that are always the best units for investment, but also you want to also look at buying larger two and three bedroom units in the $800,000 and up sort of a range. And we'll get into that in a second as to why. Now, first objection is, you know, buying downtown, like I can't afford that. Like, what, what, like why are we talking about this? The whole point of this video is I can't afford it. Well, again, it's a bit of a mental leap, but you need to think about what you would be able to do if you had a partner doing it with you. Partnering allows you to buy units that you never thought were possible, price points you never thought possible. It also allows you, most importantly, to buy in locations and buildings that you never thought possible. So whereas if you're trying to buy on your own, you're just trying to squeeze into the margins of downtown, to the B and C locations, B and C type properties downtown, suddenly if you have a partner, you're doubling your buying power, then it now suddenly opens you up to new possibilities where you can buy in the prime, prime buildings and the prime areas. Uh, that in the long term are always going to be, of course, the best places to invest. Another objection is who can I trust to partner with? Like, sure, it sounds good, but like, I don't, you know, I don't, it's money. It's, uh, you know, I don't want to get into partnerships. It's too risky. You know, things can go wrong. A couple of tips, whatever you decide, is make sure your goals and values are aligned from the start. Um, and the second tip is, I find that in my experience, it tends to work best when one investor is sort of driving the process. And the other investor is more of a passive, more of a background, more of a silent partner type of uh, investor and sort of just goes along with the recommendations of the other person. So you don't have two people trying to drive and, and take in different directions and butting heads. So a couple of tips there. Another objection uh, around this idea is, you know, I talked about bigger units, buying more expensive units. Bigger units, aren't they bad for investment? Well, Here's the thing, some of the best deals that we're finding in pre-construction right now are the larger, more expensive units. Uh, again, the reason is that it's very easy for builders to sell units for 500, 600, 700,000. Those things are flying off the charts, but when you start to get above 700, 800, 900,000, um, it's harder to sell because you need, you know, the, this is not like the old days where, you know, the most expensive unit in a building would be 600,000. No, like that's like now the entry point. So it's, you know, there are fewer and fewer buyers the higher up the price spectrum you go that have the financial capability to do that on pre-construction. So builders, some builders, not all, but some builders we're finding in response are lowering the, their prices and the best value in some of these buildings is actually the larger units. So there's a little secret and something to think about. Also, keep in mind, the resale market downtown today is almost $800,000. The average resale condo that is sold in downtown Toronto today is about almost $800,000. So, you know, it, it, there are plenty of units selling for over a million dollars now. Like this is, again, not like three, four years ago where, you know, everything was sort of in the four hundred dollars to $600,000 range. There's plenty of properties that are selling way above this price. So you need to know that and understand that about the market. 
talk about the rental market. So rental market, you know, two bedrooms, 3,000 to 3,500, three bedroom units are $4,000 plus. If you're buying pre-construction, it's not going to be ready for five years. Just imagine where the rental prices are going to be on those larger units in, in, you know, in four or five years. It's the cash flow, I think, is going to be actually very good on a lot of these units. Uh, renters are partnering up as well. So a lot of renters are, you know, they can't afford to have their own place. They're looking for places uh, to share with other people. So two people getting together and renting a two bedroom or three people renting a three bedroom. Just like we're, we've seen forever in cities like Manhattan, we're starting to see this more and more here in Toronto. It's become more and more common. And finally, with the units that you're buying, we're talking about buying in prime buildings and prime locations. These properties are always in demand, whether it's small units, big units, anything, they're always in demand. Sure, if you're buying large units in BC locations, then that's, you know, you might run into difficulty in the future with that. You want to focus more on the smaller units in those crappy outer locations. But if you're buying in prime uh, downtown, the larger units are always going to be in demand to buy and to rent. So there you have it. That is the presentation I have for you if you're priced out of Toronto and how you can actually become a successful investor even despite of that fact. The two key strategies again are buying outside of the GTA and double your, double your buying power with another investor. I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did like this video, sharing is caring, go ahead and send this out, uh, email this, share this with somebody that you know, post it on social media. I'd really appreciate that. And again, if you want to get a hold of me, my contact information is right here, andrew at truecondos.com, 416-371-2333. And until next time, happy investing. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.